Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, Colleen Lee is here. Colleen Lee, you you guys have probably seen this story. Maybe you've read the whole story. Maybe you follow her on TikTok. Maybe you just saw a snippet. But Colleen went viral. How long ago was it now? A couple months ago? Yeah, actually, it's just the mid-January when I posted the one that really got viral. All right, girl, it's fresh. You are, it is like, we are fresh viral, okay? You went viral because you gave your boyfriend at the time one of your kidneys, and then like three months later, he goes on a trip to Vegas and he cheats on you after you've given him a motherfucking kidney. Okay, <laughs> Colleen, where do we start? Let, let's start with this. Let's start with this. What was the video that got you to go viral? Was it, it was on TikTok? Yes, it was. It was just um, me staring to the camera saying like, oh, uh, donates kidney to dying boyfriend. And then the next clip is me laying on the bed saying gets cheated on. <sighs> okay, let's start with how long did you guys date? Okay, so I met him beginning of 2015. And then we started dating throughout the year. And towards the end of the year was when I decided to get tested. Okay. So when you first met him, did you know that he had kidney issues? Like, was he pretty much sick then? Yeah. He was uh, very upfront with it from the from the get-go. Was he upfront with asking you for a kidney or that was later? Um, A lot of people ask me this. Uh, me thinking back, I think he like kind of pushed me into like, offering to donate because he was already giving me like brochures on how to get tested and who to call in case I'm interested kind of thing. So yeah, he kind of 
pushed me towards that decision a bit, I feel like. How early into dating was that? I would say like the first few months. Okay, so you've gone out on a couple. Okay, so three months you've been dating like and when you guys first started dating, was it hot and heavy? Were you guys seeing each other like multiple times a week or you'd only see each other like once a week? I would say we see each other like once a week because I lived in Orange County at the time while he lived in San Diego. Okay, so you guys are seeing each other once a week. You're three months in. So maybe you've had, I don't know, 10 meetups or something. Mm -hmm. And he starts giving you pamphlets for kidney Mm -hmm. donate kidney transplant. Yes. But at the time, you didn't think that was strange. You just were into this guy and you knew he was sick. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it back then that, oh, that he was kind of like, I didn't think it was weird that he was pushing it because I felt like I was interested in helping him. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. And Colleen, you said you're 30 now. Like, was, is he younger, older? He was, he's older. He's about two years older. Okay, so he's still only like 32. So when he needs this kidney transplant, he's basically like 30, 29, mm-hmm. 30. I was he was like 27 because it was about six years. It's almost six years since the surgery. Six years since the surgery. So he was so mm-hmm. young. What was, um, by the way, what had caused um, the kidney failure? Was it just genetic or? Yes, he was diagnosed with chronic, chronic kidney disease. Um, Since he was 17 years old. And then uh, when I met him, he was on peritoneal dialysis already. Sure. So his kidney function was already getting bad. It was already below 5% functioning. So um, that kind of helped me decide quicker, like, oh, like, I don't want to wait till his condition got worse. Because, you know, what happens if I lost him? And then it gets me thinking, like, what if, like, what if I got tested sooner? Maybe I could have done something and yeah. So, okay. Was it about a year in you get tested? You're, you guys have been dating for a year. Mm-hmm. And it was towards like the same, the same year, towards the end of the same year we started dating. And at this point, would you say you were like in love with him? Yeah, I would say that. So you were in love with him and did he outright ask or at this point you kind of volunteered? You said, I I would like to go and and find out if I'm a match. Yes, I uh, volunteered. So you go in, you volunteer. By the way, how do they determine if you're a match? Is it just like a blood test? Yeah, first it was a blood test to see if our blood type kind of like match. And then uh, once they figured that out... um, once if your if our blood types could um, are a match, then that's when the real testing begins. When they test your body and your kidney function, just to make sure um, your body's able to donate. Sure. So mm-hmm. you find out your match, and then how did the conversation go? I mean, because I'm assuming at this point, like, had you met his family? I mean, had you met his good friends? What did your family say? Like. What was the feedback? Yeah, um, so feedback from his family was they were they seemed very grateful and happy about um, the surgery. When it came to my family, um, the only person who was super against it was my mom, which I completely understand. Um, but my siblings and my dad, um, they were just worried about my future health if yeah. I was to go so that was the one thing they were worried about like if it's going to affect me later on in life 
And okay, so you, you're getting all this feedback, but you decide to do it anyway, even though your mom is against this. And yes. um, girl, was that like, a, I, I had read that you had, the only other surgery you had was like your tonsils out. Oh, it was like my wisdom teeth. <laughs> oh yeah, your wisdom, sorry, your wisdom yeah. teeth. Okay, I have to imagine this is like a several hour surgery. Yeah, it was, Um, I remember it was, I, I felt like it was only maybe like three hours long, three, five hours long. I don't remember because I, you know, I was asleep most of the day, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have this surgery. By the way, do you feel different when you only have like one kidney? Do you even notice? Oh, no, not at all. Don't feel any different. Like even to this day, I sometimes forget I donated because I just feel... I feel the same. I don't feel any different. Um, okay. So it's interesting. I have an uncle who has, who's had a kidney transplant too. Um, but I feel like he has like a major scar. Do you have a major scar? Did they? I do not. Like if you want me to show it yes, to you. Yes. Let's see your scar. Yes, girl. I want to say like, I'm fascinated so, by this. I can't show the big incision because it's like right below the bikini line. So it's a little invasive. Okay. I can show you like, like. Sorry. No, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, it's just a little one. This one is like the tools in the camera. And I have one below it, but it kind of faded throughout the years because I feel like my pants were rubbing against it. Oh. So, um, but yeah, just the one visible one is that little dot. And that's what they use for like the tools and the cameras. Yep. And yeah, that- if you've seen, if you've seen um, um, Francia's scars, the one who donated her kidney to... Um, Selena Gomez, it's pretty much similar similar to hers, except her incision is a little more higher than mine. And my incision probably got like this much smaller. Wow. Okay, so it's not, I'm like picturing this like massive incision, but it sounds like it's it wasn't like as big. Okay. No, it's not. Well, it kind of shrunk and it's funny because they didn't even like stitch me up. They just glued me. Put the glue. Yeah, yeah they just glue. So I guess that was better because the healing process was really easy. This is like, this is, okay, amazing. So so he obviously has his transplant. It's successful. Mm-hmm. It's a match, right? You guys both recover from the surgery. So the first month after you recover, like, were things great? Like, was everybody celebrating? I mean. Yeah. I felt like everything seemed fine. Um, we did have one scare where um, we had to go to the ER um, he wasn't feeling well, and we thought, like, it was his body rejecting. Yeah. But it turns out he was just super high, uh, dehydrated. So, yeah. And did his parents, or did he buy you, like, a very expensive gift? Like, if you did this for my son, I'd be like, okay, would you like a new car? No. they No. I did not expect anything from them. I didn't, I didn't want gifts like that just because I donated. So, You're, yeah. But he, did, he did get me a laptop after he cheated so <laughs> you are such a beautiful soul i'd be like i mean because people like pay money for kids like i mean you know your situation is in some mm-hmm. way it's comical and what i appreciated so much about you is your email address is one less kidney girl at gmail which i i'm obsessed with you because i'm like good for you for like life is hard enough so make it funny you know oh yeah definitely like just posting it on tiktok after a few years later, like, I get comments like, why are you posting this now? And I'm like, because it's, you know, it's funny now. It's been like almost six years and like, it's just funny to joke about it now. Yeah. And people on TikTok make it, they always say to you, you're not over it. 
you you have but mm-hmm. I feel like you joking about it is proof that you're over it. Yeah, and it's there's nothing wrong with um continuing to talk about it and share my story, you know. Yeah, 100. I mean cuz like ultimately what you say is I'll never have any regrets because I saved someone's life. And is that how you feel about him 6 years later? Yeah, still to this day. Don't no regrets. I did everything I could in the relationship, and you know, that's that's all that matters. So, okay, so he, you know, you guys are young at this time. You're like 27, 28. He, he's recovered. You've recovered. How long did it mm-hmm. take, by the way, to recover from that surgery? Honestly, like about a week or two. God, that's like, well, you guys are, if you guys are young. It was just like tiredness, like extreme tiredness and um, just bloating. Because, you know, the first two weeks you can't go number two. So I just felt like, ugh. Cause of the, like, just because of the, like, the painkillers and stuff? Oh, no. Um, it was just, like, from the surgery itself. I don't know if it has anything to do with, like, the kidney or something or oh. my body adjusting to one kidney, and then I was able to go number two. I wasn't sure, but they said it was normal. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay, I would be panicking. Two weeks without going poop, I'd be like, <laughs> I poop at least once a day. I'd be like, oh, my oh. God. Is this okay? Day, I don't, if I don't go, if I don't go number two, I'll be like, should I be worried? <laughs> yes, me too. I'm not regular. Um, all right, you guys recover. And I had read how many months after he gets this transplant, obviously things are good. You know, he's on the anti-rejection pills. His body's accepting it. So yeah. he goes to, he, he tells you he's going to take a trip to Vegas, right? Was this a bachelor party or just like a celebratory party or? Yeah, it was a bachelor party for one of his best friends from church. So, okay, this is a church bachelor party. You're thinking, okay, these guys hopefully are going to be like sipping on holy water and then going to prayer service in the morning. Meanwhile, he goes out in Vegas and turns up. Mm-hmm. He, do- he did with the bachelorette party. Okay, so tell me how he ends up calling you, right? How did you find out that he cheated on you in Vegas? He actually came to my house unannounced on his way back from Vegas. Um made it to my room door. I don't know who let him in. I'm guessing my stepmom did, but he like came to my door, knocked on the door, thought that was strange, opened it and it was him. And then he just like, his eyes were just like, you know, scared and panicked. And he just like confessed to everything. And did, so who, who did he cheat on you with? Was it just like? A few girls from the bachelorette party um, that went with them. And some of them were like, all of them know who knew who I was. And um, I did call a few of them my friends. So I was just like shocked that it all went down like that. So do you, do you chalk it up to basically he cheated on you with a friend? A few friends. Yeah. A few, how busy was he that night? So basic, so he had an orgy essentially like with his new fucking kidney cheating on you in Vegas is what you're telling us. Yes. What? Oh, my God. What church did he go to? Because this sounds like I need to be a member. This sounds like a fun one. I know. This. I. It's so funny because that weekend I hung out with my siblings and my sister asked me, like, are you worried at all? And I was like, no, he's with his church friends. Like, and I he he carried he portrayed himself as a very like religious man. So I didn't think any of it. I didn't you know, I, I wasn't worried at all. But when that happened, I was just like, wow, I like trusted you like 110%. And then you 
did all that behind my back. Colleen, um, why have you never, di- I, I, I haven't seen anywhere. Have you disclosed his name? Okay, quick pause to thank our sponsors. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Guys, thank you for frequenting our sponsors. The more you use the code, the better discounts that I get for you. And that's really the goal. If you listen to this podcast, you help me out by frequenting my sponsors because this is my main gig. And then I help you by always saving you money. Look, I love Green Chef. You know, meal delivery plans are amazing. And the most sustainable meal kit is here. Enjoy your greens while being green. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Now, I love Green Chef because they have so many different types of meal plans as well. They have specialty diets. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with diners that with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. So you can get vegan, vegetarian, you know, Schman is a vegan, fast and fit, Mediterranean. I always have to mix it up. So I go between like the Mediterranean, the vegan, the vegetarian, the fast and fit. I love Green Chef to me has some of the most eclectic meals. So you never get tired of it as the first ever and only keto meal kit 
on the market, Green Chef makes sticking to a carb-conscious lifestyle easy as well. With Green Chef, you get hand-picked organic veggies and premium proteins so you can feel great about what you're eating uh, and how to get it on your table because obviously super, super sustainable, which I love. We get Green Chef every single week. It's delivered to our door on time. You set like the time frame that you want it delivered. Their website's so easy and I got to tell you, their customer service is unbelievable. If you ever have a missing box or food that's damaged, what I love about Green Chef is they are completely accessible all the time. Go to greenchef.com slash TSFS130 and use code TSFS130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. I told you, I told you guys, I get you really great deals. Go to greenchef.com slash TSFS130 and use code TSFS130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Uh, The number one meal kit for eating well is Green Chef. And guys, you know, I absolutely love Rothy's. Hello, I love me some Rothy's. If you want to choose between comfort and style, pick Rothy's. Their signature seamless knit designs mean all of their shoes look and feel great right out of the box with no break-in time period. How do I know this? Because I own a pair of Rothy's sneakers in sand color. I've been wearing them all over LA. I can walk for miles and not have my my feet in pain. You may have heard that the point and the flat from Rothy's, uh, but they are also insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. You probably have heard about the point in the flat. That's what I was trying to get at. The best part is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Comfort, washability, durability. Okay, washability is awesome too. You get them dirty, you throw them right in the washing machine, you take them out, they dry, air dry, they're perfect. Good as new. You can't get any better than that. And you guys know, obviously you love Rothy's. They've been a longtime sponsor of the Sarah Fraser Show, thanks to you guys. And they're continuing $20 off your first purchase, okay? So get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Frage. Maybe you own a pair, but you're thinking like, hey, my sister needs a pair. Well, she should take advantage of this code and you just wrap them up and give them to her, you know, because you told her about Rothy's. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Frage. Go there today. Get both style and comfort for this spring with Rothy's. $20 off your purchase, rothys.com slash Frage. No, and I didn't. And you don't want to, or why are you, why do you not um, give his name? Because um, I know how crazy the internet could get, and... Um, I heard he's married now, so I wouldn't want that to affect his marriage at all, or I wouldn't want this story to get to him. I don't. I still don't know to this day where he is, but I heard from like a few friends he got married a few years ago. So I just don't want it to affect his life in any way. I just wanted to post a story on TikTok and you know make people laugh and <laughs> and went from there. Yeah. Um, okay, so. It, you you know he confesses that he cheated that he had this orgy and so you basically was that it or you guys tried to work it out um it's funny because that night when he confessed i had to go work at disneyland the happiest place on earth and um yeah before i even went out there um, i was a cashier so before i even got money um i broke down and cried and they sent me home so, all right, when you tell your family and friends what had happened, I mean, was your mom like, I told you so? 
No, she wasn't. She was more understanding and kind of didn't mention like the whole surgery or she didn't say anything in regards to like, oh, I, you know, I knew this would have happened. Like you should have, you know, you shouldn't have done it after what he did to you. He, she was more understanding, kind of like was more there for me instead of lecturing me. I mean, how was your mental health like right after that? Because I, I imagine, I mean, now you, you're so joking about it and fun, but I have mm-hmm. to imagine you went through a period of time like, what did I do? Like, why did I do? I mean, did you ever have that moment or no? You felt like always like I saved someone's life. No, I was after that time, I was just really, I was so broken. Like I, it's hard. It's, it's difficult revisiting that time in my life because that was probably one of the lowest, you know, I was at my lowest and I thought like, you know, after, you know, after we actually broke up three months later, even when we tried working things out, like he broke up with me through um, a phone call after like mid argument. um, And then he just hung up on me and kind of closed ties with me completely, like blocked me on social media and like blocked my number, stopped answering my calls and texts. So after that, I was just like, in my thought process, I was like, wow, he just threw me away like that. He just cut me out of his life completely just like that. It's just like insane to me. Yeah. After everything you've been through. I mean, did mm-hmm. you feel like he just truly did use you? Sometimes I feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt like he wasn't genuine from the beginning. Maybe he proceeded with this relationship for one thing for the kidney mm. and he just took advantage of my kindness. But I, I know it's so bad thinking back and like thinking that way, but you know, who knows like what his real intention was, you know, like, did he just, you know, date me for that? Or did he really like have feelings for me? I mean, I hope for his own karma and as a religious person that he truly was in love with you too. And then, you know, obviously you guys, I mean, you guys were young, you know, so, you know, I mean, okay, you know, he has this indiscretion and maybe you two weren't meant to be, but, um, but God, I mean, I hope his, his intentions were genuine because that is an incredible and, and to then block you, I mean, like, did he ever unblock you and you guys sort of had like some ending and then you didn't speak or? Well, after that, like two months later, um, around May, he reached out to me and asked if he, if we wanted, if um, we wanted to get dinner or lunch, because he knew my um, one year post uh, surgery checkup was coming up. So he knew I was going to be in town. So he messaged me asking me if I wanted to grab lunch or dinner. And then I just did not reply back. Yeah, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm good. Yeah, I just thought he, he just felt obligated to reach out to me just because of the one year anniversary of the surgery. So I was like, no, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And have you ever heard from like his parents or anyone in his family ever staying in touch or trying to stay in touch? Um, no, they only sent me um, like his message, his text message was saying like, oh, we can meet up. My parents has some graduation gifts for you. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't respond, but turns out he dropped them off to my house or to my family's house in San Marcos. 
And it was funny because my brother and my mom was home. And when they saw it was him, they were like, what is he doing here? Yeah, I bet. Um, I want to ask you about your TikTok because people bring up a lot of things on your TikTok. One one of the things is uh, people are kind of compare your situation to the Simon Le- uh, Simon Levive story, the the Tinder swindler. And I, I, what are they comparing? Are they comparing that they feel like you got scammed, like that you kind of yeah, got scammed, like a Simon? That, yeah, it's probably that feeling like oh, he's only he was only in it for the kidney, and then. Once he gets the kidney, then it's on to the next one. So I'm guessing that's where people, why people were comparing Connect. it to this one. Yeah. And then so, for whatever reason, people seem obsessed with saying you were scammed by a white guy, right? They they assume that this man is white. Why is that? What's up with that? It's like all over your TikTok. I, I, don't, I don't know why they assumed he was white. I think it's because my current boyfriend right now is white. So they maybe they thought it's him or they thought my past, my boyfriend my previous boyfriend was white because I'm currently dating a white guy which is not the case so what ethnicity was he I'm assuming he was Asian but I'm just guessing okay yeah Mm -hmm. so he was Asian and um I'm just like I'm trying to narrow him down so we can Mm -hmm. (laughs) just kidding quick search on him right now (laughs) I'm looking for a man in the San Diego area six years ago who got a kidney transplant (laughs) Asian okay (laughs) who is it um (laughs) So, okay, yeah, that that's always strange. You you end up going viral. Everyone from People Magazine to the doctors, the, sh- the TV mm-hmm. show, the doctors reach out to you. What did the doctors have to say to you when you were on that show? Yeah, they were pretty much applauding me for, you know, my courage to donate. But um, there was a snippet that didn't make it on air. Um, pretty much Dr. Ish was telling me how, um, you know, it would have been okay to say no. Like he kind of mentioned that he senses I'm a people pleaser and that, you know, I was kind of, you know, I I, um, didn't want to say no to look like the bad person. Mm. And I just thought like, you know, like that's a good, um, that's a good point. Cause I do, I do notice that I do tend to say yes when I should have said no. Yeah. So, I mean, in in hindsight, there's part of you that does kind of regret it, like maybe or you regret the way that it was done, it sounds like, because you kind of have this question of if, in fact, he pressured you versus Mm -hmm. you genuinely did it out of love. Sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Def, I would say that, like, I don't regret doing it, but I kind of, you know, I wish I kind of did more research before, if that makes sense. I wish I read into it more. And, um, you know, kind of took my time with it. But I felt like I felt rushed because I was scared that, you know, what happens if his condition got worse? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a tough decision. And it's one I mean, like I said, I I think you're handling it so well, kind of having a joke at it because you can't go back. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Right. But kind of move forward. And um, I know you're going to be very healthy, so you're not going to need a kidney in the future. But um, Yeah. I mean, what would you say? Okay. What would you say to other people who might be in this situation? Because we are with the Salmon Levive, the Tinder swindler in this sort of, I don't know, scamming moment, I guess right now. And not that you were scammed, but um, whether someone you're dating is asking you for money or a physical part of your body, I mean, what advice would you give other people if their partners are saying, hey, um, could you could you give me $5,000 or um, hey, I 
how about a kidney? Like, what, what would your advice be? Um, I would say kind of, you know, take your time with it and don't rush into making a decision and pretty much do it for the right reasons. Mm. Um, since you've gone viral, has anyone interesting reached out to you? Anybody famous been like, hey, you know, let's make a sex tape and show this guy what he's missing? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. I wish, you know, um, I was hoping for like Bruno Mars to like give me some free Vegas tickets because I love Bruno Mars. And I'm still waiting on Justin Bieber to make that, you know, one less uh, lonely girl remix to one less kidney girl for me. But <laughs> no, if anything, it's just I would say the doctors probably is the biggest platform that reached out to me. But other than that, I'm, I'm still waiting on, you know, Bruno Mars. Oh, my God. I loved it. I mean, the last question I have for you is, was this guy, did this guy just have the biggest dick of all time? Because I feel like I would only give somebody a kidney if the dick was so good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like was this guy, like, I feel like, I don't know. I've been with a couple people. I mean, it was really, I, I would have been, you know, dick napped and I definitely would have given them a lot. No, but uh, like, even after everything has happened, like, you know, a lot of people said like, oh, just because you donated your kidney doesn't mean he should stay with you forever. And to me, it's like, no, I did not, you know, put that over his head all the time. I I just wanted, you know, what's the word? Like, I just wanted not to be cheated on, you know, like kidney or no kidney, like no one deserves to be cheated on. And that's all I asked for. It's just honesty. Like if you really wanted to end things with me to not, um, cheat on me behind my back just like well I think in hearing you know in hearing your story for me what comes up is like the lack of gratitude really I mean really from like not only him but his entire family I mean if this were my son and you had done this for my son regardless of even if he had cheated on you I mean I would be like you're not calling her and blocking like you know, okay, maybe you two weren't ever meant to be together, even if he didn't cheat on you. But it's yeah. to me, I think what a, what comes through is like the lack of gratitude from him, his parents, the friends like around you. I mean, what you did truly saved his life. Yeah, and it's funny because when you mentioned that, because I don't know if you've seen, but I got a weird text from a fake number um, saying like a homie of your ex, no one cares, you donate your kidney. And congrats on graduating with a disability. Somebody anonymously texted you that? Holy, and you... That's my graduation party. Wait, you got that text at your graduation party? Yeah. And you... And what's your gut? Your gut is that is a friend of his? Yeah. Because they started off with... They started the text with a homie of your ex. So I was like... Oh. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, if you don't like what I post, like, just unfollow me, like, you don't have to follow with my story. And then that's when I actually reached out to him and said, like, hey, like, who's this homie of yours, you know, texting me this. And then he responded saying, like, um, you know, me and my family only talk good things about you. So I have no idea who would send you that text. And even to this day, I still don't know who sent it. Wow. And yeah. have you, um, so you don't know how he feels about you going viral and, and putting your story out there. You haven't heard about that. I haven't heard from him since like almost, what, five years ago now? Wow. 
Wow. Well, good for you. I I think you putting your story out there and also telling people to pause, whether it's the person they're dating is asking for, you know, a kidney or money or a trip or, you know, hey, could you do this for me? You know, I think the moral and the message of your story is just for people to really think about like, hey, you know, let me think about this, you know, and and we Mm -hmm. are. I can completely relate to you. I'm a people pleaser too. And I I hate to disappoint people. So, um, and it sucks when you're in love, you do a lot of things when you're young and in love thinking this could work out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, Colleen, we adore you. Do you think you're going to write a book? What what do you think is next? Are you thinking about a book? Are you thinking about launching a podcast, one less lonely or one less kidney girl podcast, and then just talk to people who have donated a limb or something? What's your thought? That's a good question because a lot I get some comments saying you should write a book, I'll pay for it kind of thing. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like maybe this become a novel. I don't know. Maybe I love reading Colleen Hoover. So I was like, maybe she could use my story as a, you know, as a storyline. But you gonna do a merch line of just like one less kidney? Cause I think that'd be great. <laughs> That's so funny because like my friends mentioned mentioned that that they would buy it. Yeah, I would do. You're funny as hell. You're funny as hell. You have a great sense of humor. Keep it up. Um, tell people where they can follow you because you do post almost daily on your TikTok. And um, I've seen you on your Instagram too. But where do you want people to follow you? Uh, either or Instagram or TikTok. Um, it's the same for both. It's Colleeny, um, C-O-L-L-E-E-E-N-I-I-E. Guys, uh, she went viral for giving her kidney to her boyfriend, who then cheated on her months later. Um, but she is thriving. She has a great sense of humor about it. You all need to follow her. You are amazing and gorgeous. Gorgeous. I'm going to give my kidney away so I can have fucking flawless skin and look like you. Bye, kidney. <laughs> Colleen, I love you. Thank you for being a part of the Sarah Fraser Show. We love you. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate you so much. Ditto. Her first podcast, by the way. First podcast. I I can claim it. Yes. So exciting. (laughs) My first podcast ever. So awesome. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you.